So our reading today from the letter of St. John uh, makes an, an interesting point. He said there are many deceivers about the world, right? So oh, he's, he's, this is in, in terms of faith. So um, false gods, idolaters, all those kind of things. So people leading us away from the truth. So there are many deceivers in the world refusing to admit what? You'd imagine so. If we're talking about being deceived in the faith, surely the most important thing to get right is that we... We believe in God, or we believe that God exists, or, you know, so that the deceiver then will tell us that God doesn't exist, or the deceiver might tell us to rely too much on ourselves, or what exactly will the dece- how does John describe this deceiver? It's very interesting, because it's not something that would automatically, I think, come to our minds. There are many deceivers about in the world, refusing to admit that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Right? That Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This teaching why on earth is this so important and why is this so central and why would the deceiver choose this point as opposed to denying the trinity uh denying the need for an organized religion an organized church or you know what why why this particular point the incarnation right that god will become man you see this this mystery uh is crucial to our faith. The, the Catechism teaches that the central mystery of our faith is the Trinity. Okay? The central mystery of our faith is the Trinity. Everything points to the Trinity. Okay. But the way we access the Trinity, the way we get to heaven, everything in, 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 in that movement of, of, of our hearts to God depends on Jesus Christ. And all grace is attained for us on the cross. Therefore, through Jesus' body. Without a body, Jesus couldn't die on the cross. Without Jesus dying on the cross, there's, there's no kind of offering of grace to us. So, the incarnation, right? Jesus becoming man. Jesus uh, having a, a human nature. This is, this is an absolutely crucial mystery. And yet, how often is it really either spoken about or understood? When we hear, I mean, I'm speaking from my own experience in, 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 in school as well. When we spoke about Jesus, it's... This has been the case for, for eons, right, right from the beginning, right, to kind of exaggerate one direction or the other when it comes to Jesus having two natures, right? Jesus has a human nature and a divine nature. So there were heresies that said, you know, he's so divine, he's so godly, he is, uh, he, therefore he lacks nothing. Therefore, during the Passion, it, it looks like he was suffering, but he wasn't really suffering because God can't suffer, right? Because he's, 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 he's God, so he can't suffer. But then there are others who say, Jesus... Human nature, that's, that's what's important. So Jesus, like, Jesus was one like us. You know, and he was tempted like us, and he had bad days like us, you know, and he struggled with sin like us. You know what I mean? And he was a good guy, though. Came through it all. You know? And like, that's very much what we hear today. If you ask young people, who, who is Jesus? They're not going to say, you know, the second person of the Trinity, God incarnate. Uh, they're going to say, Ash, I mean, he, yeah, he's a good teacher and preacher and philosopher. Help people, help people, help lots of people. But that's great, but lots of people helped people in the past. How does that make him in any way special? It's because he is God, human nature and divine nature together. So this idea of, of God in heaven becoming man, this mystery is crucial, absolutely crucial to our faith, that God would become man, that the word would become flesh. And that, that is most definitely a, a mystery and a teaching of our faith that's being attacked quite a lot today. 
St. John goes on to say, so those who deny that Jesus has come in the flesh, they are the deceiver. They are the antichrist. That's what St. John says. Right? That they are the, like it's a pretty strong word. We don't go using that in daily conversation, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I won't go into that. There was a man who used to word, a friend of ours at home, who used to use, use that word quite a lot. When someone was angry, he was like a, an anti. There you go. So, um, but, uh, Antichrist, right? It's a really strong term. It's a really strong term. They're like, they're the opposite to Christ. They're the opposite to this, to this, uh, the, they're trying to undo this, this mystery by which or through which we get to heaven. Okay, so this is absolutely so important. And why is it important? Well, as, as we said, the cross, you see, the cross brings everything together. And the cross is only possible through Jesus' na- Jesus human nature. Right? Without Jesus having a human nature, he would be pure, pure spirit and, yes, entirely God, have a divine nature, but would speak through us maybe through symbols like you know the, the burning bush, or you know through a cloud, or he'd speak to us in, like like in, in the Old Testament. Um, God spoke to the people in, in different ways like that, different manifestations. Uh, but he couldn't speak to us at eye level, one to one. He couldn't lay his hand on us. He couldn't, you know, all of these things that we associate with with Jesus having a, a human nature. He he couldn't do. So the cross brings all of this together. There's a wonderful line from. Uh, St. Paul to the, to the Colossians, who says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, in Christ. So God, the Father, was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Jesus, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Right? It's a, it's a we'll read it again and we'll delve into it a small bit. bit. So God, the Father, was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Christ, in Jesus. And through Jesus, to reconcile to himself, the Father, all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. So the cross has has two dimensions, a vertical and a horizontal. So the vertical dimension, the cross links heaven and earth. Heaven where God has called us to, to, to live for all eternity, we get there through the cross, this vertical beam. Right? It links heaven and earth through Jesus' human and divine nature. Right? He, he, he can represent us, he can atone for us, pay for our sin, because he is human, has a human nature, and yet he can pay an infinite debt, which we could never do, because he is God. Okay? If, if he wasn't God, then his sacrifice would have been atrocious and, 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 and difficult and excruciating, but not enough. It wouldn't have been enough if he wasn't God. Lots of people have died in, in, in tragic and painful circumstances, but because he is God, because he is God, this is what gives his sacrifice such infinite, actually infinite value. So this vertical beam joins heaven and earth. Jesus, in his human and divine nature, links earth and heaven, is able to elevate human nature to be, to be worthy of heaven, to be worthy of God's presence. So he reconciles all things in heaven and on earth. Then there's the horizontal dimension, where God, Jesus, through his human nature, can reconcile us as brothers and sisters. So all things on earth, all brought together through the cross. Nations and creeds and generations and even throughout time, all people are united in Jesus Christ. 
He shares our human nature. He wants to bring that human nature together and elevate it, represent us, if you will, before God the Father. So the human and divine nature of Jesus, Jesus becoming man, the incarnation, is, it, it's, it's a mystery, it remains a mystery, and it's something that we come across also when we're, when we're studying on occasion. Did Jesus know when, uh, if he knew this was going to happen and how, how do we manage the human nature and divine nature together? Um, and it's, it's not always easy to, to fully understand, absolutely, because he has two natures. I mean, we don't, so we don't know what it's like. And it's not two personalities, and it's not schizophrenia or, or anything like that. It's just, it, yeah, so it's, it's difficult for us to understand, absolutely. Hence, it's called the mystery of the incarnation, right? So we don't try and get our heads fully around it. We just know it's the truth. Um, we can try to understand as much as we can, but it's not that once we've got our heads around it, then we can believe it. No, that'll never be the case. But Jesus reconciles everything through the cross. That's why the mystery of the incarnation is so important, and that's why the enemy will go for it. So then Jesus is not God incarnate, God become man, the second person of the Holy Trinity who takes on a human nature. No, he's a nice guy. Philosopher, healer, uh, revolutionary, whatever you want to, you know, all these little different terms that go around. But he's not fundamentally God. And that's then, then imagine the consequence of, what's the Eucharist then? If Jesus isn't God, what's, what's the Eucharist? This is my body. This is, I mean, if a mere human being said, this is my body given up for you, know, it's not really your, that's just, it's a bit of bread made. That's like, okay, well then Obviously, he's speaking symbolically because that's not his body. Like it, you know. So then, 2,000 years later, we're just remembering this kind of, these symbolic words, this symbolic gesture of, of Jesus offering himself. You know, the, the, the Eucharist isn't his body because it can't be because he's only human. You know, everything starts, then all of the sacraments that, we, that, that are all performed through the grace of God, through the grace of the cross, what's all that? How does any of that work if Jesus is just human? I mean, it, it doesn't. Bottom line, it doesn't. So, the, like this, 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 this link, this like canal, uh, channel of grace in heaven and earth. If Jesus isn't, if there's no vertical dimension, if he's just horizontal, if he's just human, then there's no link between heaven and earth. If he's purely divine, purely divine, then he doesn't really know what it's like to be one of us. He doesn't know what it's like to suffer because he can't. In in a divine nature, can he suffer? That's why this, this mystery is so, so central. Jesus, in his human nature, knows exactly what it's like to be alone, to suffer, to, to, to even to be afraid without despairing, but to, 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 to be afraid, to know something painful is about to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in one hour's time, 30 minutes' time, 20 minutes' time, 10 minutes' time. They're going to come. They're going to come. The soul is going to come, and the whole passion is going to begin. People are still going to look at you and reject you while on the cross. And even after the cross and after your resurrection, some people will still say, that is not enough for me. Are you going to go through with it? Are you going to go through with it? And in the human, your human nature, you'll be like, oh my goodness, is this even, can I carry this? I mean, Father, you are with me. Let this chalice pass me by, if it be your will, but not, not my will, but yours be done. You know, so like this, this, He knows what it's like, even for us, to say, Lord, I don't want to do this, but I know it's your will, so help me, make me capable. He does know what it's like to be us. 
This mystery of the incarnation is, is crucial to our faith because it shows us, most importantly, what we're worth in God's eyes. It shows us our value. It shows us what he's willing to do to get us into heaven. Therefore, it's fundamentally a mystery of God's love. So we thank the good Lord for this immense, infinite outpouring of love and mercy, which he showed us by becoming man, and then not just by living in a human nature, but by dying in a human nature, to reconcile to God the Father all things, whether in heaven, on earth, or on earth, making peace by the blood of your cross. May we embrace this mystery without fully understanding it necessarily, but may we embrace it, Lord, as a gift of your love and mercy. Amen.